Welcome to the Electronic Music Production Podcast. I'm your host, Marshall Arnold. How you doing? Thanks for tuning in to episode number two, recorded October 20th, 2010. Uh, this show is a show about how to produce music on your computer, I guess, and using various pieces of hardware. Uh, basically, this is uh, documenting my workflow and the studio sessions of me actually working on actual tracks. So this is not a tutorial type podcast. This is basically just my workflow and live studio sessions documented and recorded for the podcast. You can check this podcast out at wavenetradio.com. I think I've got some stuff there. MarshallArnold.com is my website. WaveNetRadio.com is also the website where you can catch this stream, so be sure to do that. Um, follow us on Facebook slash WaveNetRadio, Twitter slash WaveNetRadio, and uh, of course email is emp at WaveNetRadio.com. I'll probably touch on those at the end of the episode once again. So again, to kind of go through what we did last episode... Um, been documenting the workflow and studio session of, of how I created the intro music to this show and I'm still working on it. So we're going to pick up where we left off last week, which was, we're going to start doing some sound design for, uh, sweeps and fills. Uh, before I do that real quick, let me introduce you to my supporting cast. This is a Korg R3 and this... Right here is a Roland V-Synth GT, and I want to correct a misquote I had last week. I said that I had started out with a Roland V-Synth GT in my uh, arsenal of hardware. That is not true. I had a regular V-Synth to start and bought this V-Synth GT probably about a year and a half ago. So, anyway, just to correct that, I did, I felt kind of dumb not saying the correct stuff. So, anyway, just want to correct that. So, we'll get moving right along here. Um, we had created a Maelstrom patch in Reason. Uh, this is Reason 4.0. Uh, I'm not working with Reason 5 just yet. I will be uh, eventually. And when I do, I'm sure we'll go through some of the some of that. So, um, the other thing is, is that I was looking for a way to be able to control reason without having to reset, um, my MIDI controller. And I was thinking about it the other night and I realized that what I need to do is I'll need to create another MIDI track And I'm going to do that right now. Um, let's see. It doesn't look like I have a really set color for MIDI, but... I like to keep all my stuff, um, all the different sections with each other. So this is going to be MIDI. We'll call this Reason Effects... MIDI, okay, and we're going to change the color of this to purplish because that's kind of 
Looks like what I've been using. There we go. And I noticed that in the auxiliary, we can come down here and go to multi-channel plugin, instruments, select reason. And we can pick, I can't remember what channel we assigned that Maelstrom to. I think it was three and four. I may have already set this up, I don't recall. But we'll set it up again. Reason three and four. Oh, yeah, we already did. Okay, so we don't need, we can deactivate this. Um, I like to keep one dedicated auxiliary just for instrument inputs. Um, although, I, I like the control I can get through software. Yeah, okay, so we've already got this selected. And we'll come up here to the MIDI track that we created. And we will assign... Uh, the output to the Maelstrom. All these things here are all of the instruments and um, effects and everything else inside of Reason that are in this song. So I should be able to... I haven't tried this before. This is going to be the first time I try this. So first thing we'll do is we'll set our input to the R3 because that's what I've got right next to me. We'll go all channels. Uh, I clicked the wrong one. There we go. And let's go and make sure... We have labeled our Maelstrom. We'll call it FX1. Okay. And then we should be able to go into our output here and find FX1. There we go. And that should... our reason effects there we go yeah so that is working and let's go into reason and start messing with this here so I'm not sure exactly what I'm looking for but I want some kind of sweep and so I will probably Let's start with a square. Actually, no, we're not going to pick any patches. I don't know why I'm clicking on this stuff. I got to wait a second. See, I like to create my own patches and reason. I find it much easier to deal with. Um, we've got oscillator A and oscillator B. We'll turn. We'll turn B on, and we'll pick a square, and a sign. Let's change this up a little bit. And we're just going to start tweaking on stuff and see what we can come up with here.
So if you know anything about this Maelstrom, the flow is pretty simple. You got little arrows and stuff that kind of show you where things are going. going to take our low end out because I don't want it, this effect to interfere necessarily with the kick or the bass. I just kind of want it to ride on top of the mix and the other thing we're going to do is we're going to flip the rack around and this is just something that I do. You don't have to do this but I like to do it. I like to split the left and right channels into independent channels on the Reason mixer. Yeah, I think a better sound. That's really technical, I know, but... Alright, so... What we want to do is make it to where... When we start shifting... Because this I'm just basically going to make a sweep here. So we're going to take our... Range on the mod wheel up to 24... Okay, and we're going to make it shift down with the mod wheel. That's not doing a damn thing right now. So and I've got an LFO kind of thing up here controlling. I am just playing around, but let's go. this is going to fit so let's take a section of track and loop a small bit and see how it fits here for us so obviously everything is pretty loud so we're not going to be able to hear it uh, let's turn the reason effects sound up And let's just go ahead and add a few things here. Let's add an equalizer. Let's add a compressor. 
compressor. Uh, it's in dynamics. There we go. We're going to use this one as our side chain in case we decide we want to put that on this instrument. Let's just see. Okay, and let's add another compressor here. And let's also, actually, let's slide these down and we're gonna add a stereo width. Give us a little bit more width, you can probably hear if I turn it all the way up. Okay. And let's make sure we got our loop made here. Yeah, so let's make sure looping is on here. And we'll see if we can hear it. Obviously, want to be in key here. that might work so it's gonna require a little bit of tweaking so we will go to the reason part here let's figure out where now I kind of want this to come in as a fill in between transitions here so let's find This the right one. So we're just looking for it here, and let's. So I'm uh, I'm actually going to control this. I wanted the the. To be able to, to tinker with it in Pro Tools, but what I really want to do is to control it in Reason. 
like I said, this is kind of a new thing I'm playing with here. Alright, let's go. Let's start it here. We're just going to draw a line. That's two bars. Let's see what that gets us. That looks good. Let's bring this over here. And what we're going to do is we're going to automate a few things. Um, so automation stuff's all underneath here. And we want to go to our device and reason. We want to automate the mod wheel. So we'll say edit automation. We also want to edit the animation on... I'm sorry, that's the pitch bend wheel. This is the mod wheel. We want to automate that as well. So as you can see down here now, we've got... We should have both of these on here. There we go, pitch bend and mod wheel. So the mod wheel, I want it to start out high and go low. And we're gonna sweep the full range from top to bottom. Oops, I forget. It's been a little while since I've done any kind of production, so bear with me with the reason here. We're gonna go high to low. We're just gonna see how that is gonna sound. And we also want to go in our pitch. We're gonna go high to low as well. This is a common type of deal. Uh, I find it extremely easy for me to create these types of effects in reason with good quality quickly. So that's why I turn to this. I'm sure I could create something on the R3 or on the vSynth or even in one of the Arturia plugins that I have. You know, there's plenty of other ways to do this. I just find that this works out good and it actually helps create some unique sounding things. So let's see how this sounds here. So I'm kind of liking it. Like I said, it needs a little bit of work still. So let's get back into here. Let's ex we want to extend this just a bit to try and get it to kind of fade out for us once we get it to that certain level. This is always kind of the trick, isn't it? Trying to get things to fit in the song. So the other thing I'm going to do, actually, I might shorten this a bit and turn the release up on the envelope, so on, in the maelstrom. So I'm going to do that. So it will kind of naturally fade out for us.
Now to me it's not sitting as well right now, so we're gonna have to do a few things to try and clean that up. First thing is I've got the mod wheel controlling the filter down. And the other thing is I want a little bit of movement in the sound, so we're gonna add that side chaining. This is um, something with music production. It requires listening to the same thing over and over and over again. So if you can't handle that, uh, I may as well just keep skipping through till I get the, to the last uh, episode of the track when it's complete. But otherwise, you'll have to sit through and suffer. <laughs> still want a little bit and the other thing I want is a little bit of white noise in there so I think what we're gonna do is change up the sound actually I think there's a noise generator right here. thing is I think we're starting out a little bit too high. Let's bring it down one octave. I think the prop part of the problem is we're still getting a little bit too much low end on this sound. So we're gonna tweak that a little bit here. try and shape the sound.
and I am tweaking the sound here to make it a little bit more kind of sound like a kind of like a computer going out. Sounds kind of cool, right? See, this is on time. It's really easy to get some really interesting sounds out of this uh reason so that sounds kind of cool so we need to work on it a little bit more and the other thing that's kind of pissing me off is i think we're going to edit the animation on the filter manually here so and we'll go from low to high on this And actually, we want the high to stop about there. See, that's kind of cool sounding. So let's, we're getting there. We're making progress. See, this is not difficult. We're going to add, let's change this reverb a little bit too. I want to go to something. So the other thing we're going to do is we're going to reverse our pitch bend here because of the filter. Now you're not going to be able to hear the, the high to low, but you should be able to hear a low to high. Let's go mid. The other thing I think it needs, and see, one thing I gotta keep an eye on here is, pretty sure, yeah, okay, we're not looking too bad there. Mute that, and um,
I believe we were switching the the pitch band. <laughs> And I wanted to release a little bit later. Still yet. That's why I want a little bit of a release. And we were looking for a different reverb. The other thing I think I want. That's interesting. This has got a very interesting sound. So what I'm doing there is I'm tweaking this. I think I want to change this. Okay, so we just had the system lock up and freeze on us, so I had to try and save everything, but I think we're good now. Okay, so what we were working on was this. What I wanted to do was go in here and change our rate here to four. I, I just kind of want that to go sound like it's going a little faster here. Thank you. 
I probably got a little bit too much side chain on there. And let's set this back in the mix just a bit. <laughs> Because we want it to be layered in the background, you know. This is not a lead or even a pad. It's just kind of an effect that's going to be going on behind the track. And I think I want that to just... Really last here. That's kind of cool. And this thing keeps telling me to remove Artez plugins. And all we have, oh, don't worry. Okay, so the system keeps locking up on us, but we're going to keep trucking on here. I think I'm going to try and change the setup for next episode. So where I'm capturing on a separate computer, I figured this one would be powerful enough to handle it all, but apparently it's getting really pissed. So... that right now at the moment so let's just take this and put this in a couple other spots and see how it sounds here I think we want it let's actually put it let's put that one right here at the very beginning for a minute I'm not sure I dig that. So So I don't want to overuse this, but I'm just 
seeing how it sounds in different spots in the track because it is going to be kind of a common type sound that we use to layer with so. it sounds great there i think Still probably just a little bit heavy on the level. Changing a few parameters on it here. See how it sounds. Like that, I didn't hear like at all. So let's. And it, part of it's because I changed the type. It's also kind of difficult to do with headphones. Normally I would do something like this with my stereo monitors, powered monitors. So this is making it a little bit difficult to hear everything, but we'll see how we can do here. Part of it is, like, it almost sounds, almost sounds too thin here. So I know we were tweaking with, um, Some of these equalizer parameters, but let's just for the fun of it try and bring some of this light back in.
Murphy synth, man. It's just sitting there. Aw, we'll get to using that eventually here. I don't know if I'll use it in this track or not, but we'll see. Okay, so this last one here doesn't quite fit. So let's go into it and try and modify it to fit that. It's kind of a larger build, so I think we need the pitch to go up. Quite a bit higher, probably. Let's just see what that sounds like. <laughs> That's probably, that's the wrong one. Let's do, yeah, this one. Let's crank that sucker and see what it sounds like here.
Okay, so <clears throat> I'm kind of liking how that's feeling. So right now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna add like a, a snare build there because I love snares. Let's see what I have for snares and reason here right now. So let's go ahead. It looks like this has already been automated to, to do snares at this point from the original track this was in. Let's just see what it sounds like. We're going to do a different snare. I'm curious about the one that I've gotten there, what that would sound like. Obviously, there's no automation on it, so we'll change that. Snare 2. So and we want this whole thing here to be a nice build. Nice long row of snares. All right, let's. Automate our level. We'll probably switch the snare sound. This will kind of get us an idea. Obviously, we're going a little bit too long. So we'll take that out. 
The other thing that I'm not liking is that the effect that I've got that kind of pulls the mids out or leaves the mids in, pulls the highs and lows out on the percussion is also affecting my snare. And I'm not sure I like that in this track. I've used it. much volume as I want. Let's try changing up the sound first before we do anything terribly drastic. And I don't believe, actually just to make sure, because I may be using this snare in another part of the song. So what we're going to do, we're going to pop this back on level one and change that snare because... I know I'm not using that one. We'll clear that. And let's look for some snares in the library here. Um, got a bunch of, well, this is in the, um, in a reason refill called, uh, Drummo Mania. So I'm not sure I'm digging these. So let's go into one of my other sound banks. Try that. Sounds kind of cool. All right, let's let's just kind of hear how this sounds. From the beginning, take it from the top.
So and in between where the where the pad kind of goes out, we'll end up doing a little bit of some kind of background fills for that that aren't uh, crescendos or decrescendos. Just for kind of filler, so we'll get to that here pretty soon. We're just trying to kind of build the track at this point, and then we're going to have a breakdown where this ends right now, and we'll end up filling the back of the track in, and then probably the intro last, and then maybe some vocoder stuff, I don't know. So those snares are a little bit loud when they're at their max there. So let's change the volume level. So this is why I like using Reason for my percussion sequencing because I can just really easily come in here and change it real fast. Trying to remember where I put those, okay.
All right, well. I think I'm just going to take this whole this whole instrument here. This redrum and we're going to reroute it to our hardware interface for 5 and 6. And we're going to make an insert in Pro Tools for it. Auxiliary input again. We'll call it snares. Now I don't want uh, side chaining on the snare, so we'll just add a um, just a compressor to be able to separate it in the track a little bit. <laughs> back in here and add what I wanted to add that didn't sound quite right earlier. since we're kind of losing that effect is to automate the pitch on this other snare up so the pitch will go up as it goes along that's on the wrong on the wrong one
down lower. digging that snare so I'm gonna change it thinking that sounds a little better It's a different sounding snare. And I think I want us to hear it just a little bit sooner. Take that pitch all the way up and just see what happens.
this again. Let's just add another layer to it here. I think that sounds better so I think we're gonna layer all these up here let's bring these snares more centered in the mix here. Just a little bit more. Maybe a whole bar there. Let's see. Bring our releases up just a little bit more. 
we should be able to shorten it now. one sound. So before we get too much farther, I'm going to go ahead and save this. And I need to save the reason file as well. Just in case shit locks up and everything crashes again. So and I think for now we'll go ahead and stop. And we'll pick up for next episode where we left off here. So thanks for tuning in to EMP episode 2. And I will be back. For another episode i'll actually probably just continue on here for about another hour this evening so we'll break this up this is kind of a little bit of a longer episode and these may be anywhere from one to two hours long as far as episodes are concerned we'll see big files though so for download so appreciate that and if you have questions, comments, or concerns, please send an email to emp at wavenetradio.com. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash wavenetradio, as well as friend me up on Facebook, facebook.com slash wavenetradio. And please don't forget to visit my personal website is marshallarnold.com, and that is Marshall with one L, just FYI, because everybody seems to want to put two L's. But I'm not the sheriff, so that's how that works. Anyway, so I'll be back. You'll be seeing the next episode next week, so thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it.